With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fate Me. And thank you for joining us as always. It's time to talk week 11 and the National Football League. I'm, of course, joined by Bill in Florida. And Bill, I'll tell you what, you called it. The Vikings and the Bills was an instant classic on Sunday. Yeah, it was. It was a lot of fun to watch. Just a really great game. I mean, and really, Josh Allen really didn't throw that game away. If you watch it, if he throws it a little higher, that's a touchdown. And they win in overtime. But it was an amazing game. I only got to see highlights. I I was working at the time, but it just looked like it was a really fun game to, to if it wasn't my Buccaneers, I would rather watch that game. But uh it was a really fun week. The entire week was really fun. It was a, just I love this game so much and it's been such a great week. Yeah, I mean, we from start to finish we had great games on Sunday. Congrats to you and the Bucks. I hope you enjoyed your bratwurst uh Sunday morning watching Yes. Your- Bucks get the W. And uh, for anybody that hasn't seen the highlight, uh, Google Paul Allen, the Vikings radio announcer. There's a great Twitter clip. It goes like four minutes going through the ups and downs of that Viking game at the very end. And uh, Larry in New York's a big horse racing guy. I've known Paul Allen for a number of years. He's the track announcer in Minneapolis at uh, Canterbury Park. And yeah, ju- just amazing video of that uh, final couple minutes between the the Vikes and the Bills. But let's get to the card for this week. Uh, Before we get to our picks, best team against the spread this year? Well, there's two of them. The Giants and the Titans are both 7-2 and against the number. As we record this, the Titans are in action, of course, so we'll find out how they do. The worst team against the spread, the Rams, 2-6-1 for the defending champions. So that's a big ouch there. And given the fact Cup is now out, I don't know if it's going to get any better anytime soon. Best over team year to date, the Cleveland Browns, 6-2-1 to the over. Keep that nugget in mind as uh, Bill talks a little bit later. And the best team to the under year to date, the Denver Broncos are 8-1 and one to the under. So, Bill, do the honors. Lead us off with a winner. Who do you got? Well, the first thing you said was the uh, the Cleveland Browns are 6-2-1 and one to the over. And that's where I'm going now. Now, this was going to be an underplay if it stayed in Buffalo. But luckily, we're recording this on Thursday night. And they switched the game to Ford Field in Detroit, which is a dome stadium. So it's going to be good weather. And both these teams average over 20 points a, a, a game. Uh, the, the Browns average at 24 points and the Bills average at 27 points. So this game is going to go over. I think you're going to see a high-flying game. I think you're going to see Nick Chubb run on the ground. I think you're going to see Devin Singletary. And Naeem Himes get really involved in the passing game with the Bills. I think Josh Allen is a little bit better off, maybe a little bit more healthy than um, we thought last week. I think you're going to see a high-scoring game. I think it's going to be over 50 points, honestly. And it's going to be the Browns and the Bills over 44 is my first pick of this um, podcast. Okay, I I like it. It's going to be intriguing to see what the fans look like. I I believe Minnesota had to play a game 
maybe a couple games in Detroit uh, a long time ago when the Metrodome collapsed. And I yeah. can't remember how those games went, if it was high scoring or low scoring, but obviously it's going to be a fairly neutral crowd being in Detroit. But uh, let's go to my first pick here. I'm going to play the Colts plus the seven over the Eagles. Yeah, I picked the Colts last week and I got it right. I can't believe I did, but I did. So I'm going to back the coach with the best winning percentage this year in the National Football League. That, of course, is Jeff Saturday. He might be my coach of the year already. (laughs) Matt Ryan is back. Jonathan Taylor, well, he ran for 147 yards last week, so he might be healthy and he might be back. Don't forget the Colts beat the Chiefs at home this year. Their defense is solid. They only give up 20.3 points per game. I like Gus Bradley as a defensive coordinator, by the way. The Eagles are on a short week, might be a little emotionally down after suffering their first loss of the year, and they gave up 152 yards on the ground to the Commanders last week. I don't think that's a good thing. We're going to face Jonathan Taylor this week. Plus, their offense maybe came back to reality a little bit. Yes, the Eagles are very good. I'm not knocking them here. Don't get me wrong. But their 73% red zone efficiency still needs to level out. That's way above average. A plus 13 turnover differential. Well, that still needs to level out. The luck rankings still need to level out. Yeah, I'm going to take the Colts plus the seven over the Eagles. Back to you, Bill. I think the Eagles are going to make a statement out of this game. I really do. I don't think I don't think the Colts cover. I think the Eagles cover big time. I think they're going to come out really, really emotional, and I think they're going to make a point. They're being compared to that Pittsburgh team that was 10-0 and and then fell apart and missed the playoffs, and I don't think they enjoy that um, comparison. That's just my opinion. My next game is I can't the, wait to see uh, it play out. Yeah, me too. It's going to be a fun one to watch. My next game is Commanders visiting the Houston Texans. And I like the Commanders here at uh, three-point favorites going on the road. And right now, they're 4-0 and and 1 against the spread in their last five games. And on the road, they've only been 2-6. and six. But I think, just like you said with the Colts, I, or the Eagles, are going to be emotionally down. I think the Commanders are going to be emotionally up after that game last week. I think they're going to be, it's going to be a really, really tight game. But I also think they're going to pull away. And I think Taylor Heineke is, there's just something gritty and gutty about that kid. I just feel something about him. I think they're going to cover that three-point spread. I cannot believe that they beat the Eagles last week. And now they go on the road again to a team. Now, remember, Houston was almost, Houston finished within three points of the Eagles earlier this season. So it's not like a really chalky play that you think. And, you know, the expected play with the point total is, it, you know, it's supposed to be 21-18 Washington over Houston. I think it's going to be more like 24 over 17 game. And I like the commanders covering that three-point spread going on the road at Houston. And what's your next play? Well, Bill, of course, we have to go head-to-head right away. Um, oh, good. You, you, you almost were going head-to-head against me with the Eagles, too, it felt like. You wanted to back Philly, but I'm going to take the Texans plus the three over the commanders. You make a lot of good points there. Don't get me wrong. So when I play this, it's basically a plug your nose and just play it play. It is an straight up underdog winner. That would be the commanders favored on the road the following week. I always like to fade a team in that position. We know like Bill just talked about commanders had the big, they're riding high off the big upset win over the Eagles. They're even black back in the playoff discussion, by the way. Meanwhile, in Houston, here's a fun fact for you. Lovey Smith and Jeff Saturday have the same number of wins this year as a head coach. <laughs> okay, don't forget about that. Okay. Both of these teams, like Bill was talking about, between the Texans and the Commanders, they're averaging under 20 points per game. 
I was kind of hoping this line would get to three and a half. It still might, to be quite honest, uh, but I played it here at the three. I think the Texans win the game outright, or if the Commanders win it, it is going to be on a late field goal. I don't expect to get beat by more than three. And then when you look at Mills, he tossed for 319 yards last week against the Giants. Pierce ran for 94 yards last week against the Giants. They statistically did well, but the two turnovers were very costly. The Texans have yet to win a game at home. I think that changes Sunday. So, Bill, you and I are head-to-head. I'm on the Texans plus the three. I like that play. Okay, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Yeah, we always have fun when we duke it out. Yeah, it's okay. Absolutely. It is. It's a great thing. Um, I think earlier in the season, I said to somebody that I wasn't going to play any more uh, double-digit road dogs any been, but you know what? I, I guess I lied because I'm looking at the Panthers at a plus 13 right now, and it's climbing, going to Baltimore, coming off of a, a bye. The Ravens, they're a really great team. They were my pick to go over 11 wins. I don't know if that's going to happen. They're a lot of people's picks to go to the AFC with Lamar Jackson and Gus, Gus Edwards back. And, you know, they've got, they're hitting on every cylinder and they're coming off a bye. But, the um the Ravens are one in four against the spread at home, and they're one in six against the spread as home favorites. And I just think that 13 point, that 13 point um that 13 point spread is really, really high. I just don't think it's uh it's doable. I don't know if that's a PJ Walker or a Sam Darnold or a Baker Mayfield thing. I know Baker's gonna Baker's gonna Baker's gonna start. And he's going to play, and he's. Gonna, I think he's going to play well. I mean, if he doesn't have, if he's not in concussion protocol after headbutting everybody, <laughs> but I really think that you know a thirteen point spread for an NFL professional team is a big challenge. And I just, with the running game the Ravens have, they might get the lead, they might run the clock out, and I think it's going to be maybe it won't be thirteen points, but it certainly will not. They will not lose by thirteen points. So I like Carolina covering on the road at a thirteen point. Uh, underdog. Bill, I'll be honest. I I think you win that bet, but my biggest fear for you is the Panthers play tough. They're down seven with a minute 30 to go and Baker throws a pick six. That's my biggest concern for you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, I hear you. I wouldn't surprise me if that happens. Yeah. Uh, I I really, ever since the the Panthers fired their coach, uh, I really think they got sparked when PJ Walker started playing as well. I think the pieces have been playing well. I I mean, that's not that bad of a football team right now. So to your point, getting double digits, it's tough to pass up. I I looked at them hard for my card as well. Uh, My third pick, I'm actually going the Cincinnati Bengals minus the three and a half at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, Division rivals meeting for the second time this year. Uh, Steelers upset the Bengals in OT to open the season. Remember, Cincinnati had five turnovers in that game. That was crazy. Uh, The Bengals outgained them like two to one, but still lost. The Steelers have won their last two games at home over the Saints and the Bucks. Last week, they doubled up the yardage on the Saints with Pickett having his second best QBR of the season. So that's impressive. But the Bengals are kind of putting it together, even without Chase. They've won three of four now. They've scored 30 or more points in three of four games. Yes, I know they laid an egg at Cleveland on Halloween night. I bet Cleveland that game. They're also 0-3 against the division. But when they win, they win large. Their average margin of victory is 14 this year with four of those five wins by double digits. I just don't feel this is a field goal game. I know Mike Tomlin has the Steelers playing hard, 
But I think the Bengals are going to cover the number of three and a half coming off the bye week. So I'm going to play the Bengals minus the three and a half at the Steelers. I I like that play. I think that should be a, high, a bigger spread, but uh, I really do like that play. I think that's a win. Um, the I next so. game, I need them. Ah, yeah, we we both do. <laughs> the next game I have is the Chicago Bears going to the Atlanta Falcons, and I watched the Falcons game last week. Ugh, it was ugly, and I watched some of the Bears game. And I'll be honest with you, this came down to the eyeball test. And when I looked at the Falcons quarterback and Mary, Marcus Mariota, and I looked at Justin Fields in Chicago, I just think Justin Fields is the better quarterback right now. And, you know, you take him out of the elements, you put him in a dome in, in Atlanta. And if Marcus Mariota is making those same stupid decisions, granted, you know, Chicago traded all way a couple of their, their better defensive players. But right now, I think the, the, the Bears are the, on the way on the rise up. I really do. I know Khalil Herbert isn't going to be playing, but David Montgomery is playing really well. And I know they're coming off a loss to Detroit, but the bears are four and four against the spread this year as underdogs this season. So there's no guarantee that they're going to cover or even win, but I really think they will. I just have, this is my gut call. This is my road dog of the week. The Chicago bears going down to Atlanta, covering that three point spread. Now, do you like that pick? Or because I was picking the Falcons all year until they they dumped on me. <laughs> uh, so just say ditto here. I don't need to say anything else. Uh, I've been on auto fade of the Falcons for three straight weeks. They've lost three straight weeks against the spread. That's kind of saving my winning percentage right now. Uh, if it's not broken, don't fix it. I'm taking Chicago right with you, Bill. Plus the three. I have nothing more to add. I agree with everything you said. Fields is fun to watch. I mean, yeah, he's, he's electric. I mean, when he touches the ball, I have to watch it right now. That's good yeah. stuff. You don't know what's going to happen. It's fun to watch. Yep. What's, what's your, your fifth pick? pick there, Bill? Oh, you want my fifth one right away? Yeah. Okay. Let's do the Vikings going to or staying at home as a home dog at one and a half point point dog at home. Like I said, against the Cowboys, who doesn't don't know what to do with a 14 point lead. So the Vikings are five and up straight up at home. And the Cowboys are one and four against the spread in the last five games against the Vikings. So the way the Vikings played against the Bills last week, I think it was inspirational. I really, I mean, when you look at this, who do you trust more? Who do you, you trust McCarthy more or do you trust the Vikings more? I'm starting to trust the Vikings and I think they're playing at home. Now, Cow the Cowboys are on the road two weeks in a row. In a row. They went to Lambeau Field, which is a great fan base. I mean, I don't like them, but it's a great fan base. And but when you get into the dome and you have the Vikings fans, which is like a true home advantage with a dome and the noise that they make there, I really think that the Cowboys are going to struggle this this game. I think the Cowboys come in here. I think they lose straight up. I think the Vikings not only cover the one and a half. I think they they are the under they are the um the dark horse in the NFC, I think. I don't think anybody's really looking at them yet. They're too con they're too concerned with other things that are going on in the NFC. I think I still just really another gut play. The Vikings are really good, a really, really good football team. And every time I see Dalvin Cook, I also remember that he was picked after OJ Howard <laughs> by the Bucks. And I regret it every time I see him. But I really like the Vikings winning here straight up. I also like the Vikings covering that one and a half point spread as home dogs too. 
I'm not going to ever disagree with you picking the purple. I got purple pride, Skull Vikings. But uh, uh, yeah, OJ Howard, I didn't realize that. I forgot about that fun fact. So thank you very much for that, Bill. That kind of changed our franchise direction. But I I think the Vikings, a a lot of numbers say they've been lucky. They've been winning ugly. But I feel like there's a different chemistry and you got a new coach. O'Connell's doing a great job. And Kurt Cousins, this team is rallying around the guy. And, you know, if the Vikings win these next two games, I feel like this is 1998 deja vu for me because Justin Jefferson is the equivalent to Randy Moss arriving Mm -hmm. on the stage and just being unstoppable. I feel there's so many good things going on, but as a Viking fan who has been scorned so many times and has felt the pain and the frustration, you realize, Bill, you have Super Bowl rings, but I don't Yeah, uh, as a purple fan. So I, you know, I, I, I have this cautious optimism. I was talking to a good friend today and it was like, okay, between the Cowboy game and then Thanksgiving against the Patriots, if we get through both of these and win both, then it's like, we're for real. These are two big tests and emotionally to come back after the bill game. And then also if the Vikes beat the Cowboys, one of these two, we could easily slip up. I hope it's not against Dallas because I dislike them even more than the Patriots. So we'll find out. So Skull Vikings in summary there, but. Exactly. Exactly. I can't wait. That's going to be a fun game too, but I really think that the Vikings, you know what, to be honest with you, I think the person who really affects this game the most is Kellen Moore. I don't think, I think he overthinks things too much. And I think just like we're having a problem with Leftwich down here, I just don't think he knows what to do with a 14 point um, lead. I think, I just think he's like, he doesn't know how to, close the seal, seal the deal, I guess is what I'm trying to say. So I think that works in your Vikings favor. It's going to be fun. Uh, I, I hope we have the lead and never let up. So we'll find, we'll, we'll see how it plays out, but here's my final pick. Um, it's the Patriots minus the three and a half against the jets, 13 consecutive wins for the Patriots over the jets. Do you need more than that? I don't know. Uh, 10 of those 13 wins have been decided by seven or more points. If you need more than that, well, the New England defense is the sixth best in the NFL, giving up just 18.4 points per game. You toss out the Bears game, and the Patriots defense has given up 0, 15, 17, and three points in four of their last five games. Meanwhile, their offense, and I had to do a double check on this, they have scored 22 or more points in six of their last seven games. Their offense has not been bad at all. With the Vikings and Bills on deck, yes, that's the next two games for the Patriots. That kind of tells you what they have in front of them. They don't have a margin of error. They're not going to look past the Jets. Yes, they beat them 22-17. Yes, they beat them 13 consecutive games, but the Jets still have the better record. They have a ton of respect for teams that are playing good football. The Jets are playing good football. They've won five of six. Their only loss has been to New England in that stretch. Zach Wilson has struggled, though, for whatever reason against the Patriots, and Bill said it off the air beforehand. That's what mastermind Bill does to a young quarterback. Wilson has thrown seven INTs in two games against New England, his last two anyway. Um, He'll obviously have to be better for them to have any chance, but the Jets have a good D. They rank 10th in the NFL, giving up around 20 points a game. They do rank fourth in the luck rankings. I like to fade numbers like that this time of year. Then the stat that really jumped off the page to me that I guess quietly I missed the Jets are 4-0 on the road this year. They've yet to lose a game on the road. I definitely like to fade teams in that spot. Both teams had a bye last week. Yeah, streak hits 14. I'm on the Pats to cover the three and a half. Those are my five. Bill, any other thoughts before we recap here? No, nothing. I still don't think 
even though I picked the Bears this this week, I still don't think that uh, she, um, Justin Fields is going to throw over 200 yards. I, I still <laughs> like the under there. I'm going to ride that until... Keep cashing does, that baby every week. Exactly, yeah. Another game that I was going to pick this week was Detroit going to New York. You know, get, they're getting three points too. And I'm thinking, you know, Detroit could surprise. That's going to be an over game, definitely over the 45, I think. But I think Detroit might just win that game, but I'm not putting any money on it. And I wouldn't recommend anybody else putting any money on it. And did you know that what the Patriots straight up record is in their last 128 games? 100 and, 110 and 18. At home. Wow, that that's yeah. an impressive number. And that's a number that plays into your favor, even though it's straight up. But uh, yeah, it'll play it'll play into your pick. I like that. I like picks to support my picks. I like that. Mm-hmm. I'll take those golden nuggets anytime. <laughs> okay, uh, so Bill, why don't you recap your five, then I'll go through my five. Okay, the first one is Cleveland visiting Buffalo in Detroit. A lot of cities there, but that's going to go over the 43. <laughs> Washington covering the three points over Houston. Carolina covering the 13 points in Baltimore. The Bears and plus three going to Atlanta. I like them. I like them to win straight up, and we'll see what happens. And the last pick was the Vikings. I think it's on Sunday night, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, getting one and a half at home. Against the Cowboys. I like the Vikings as a home dog with the one and a half point. And just for a point of clarification there, Bill, uh, the Vikings is at 325 Central. So that is not considered a primetime game for Kirk Cousins. For those of you that like to fade Cousins in that spot, that is the <laughs> second time slot on Sunday. Okay. Okay. We have to worry about Thanksgiving night. That'll be the primetime game. So that against the Patriots. So that'll be our concern. But thank you for those five, Bill. Uh, my five real quick. I am on the Colts plus the seven over the Eagles. I am on the plug your nose play head up against Bill here. I'm on the Texans plus the three against the commanders. I'm on the Bengals minus the three and a half at the Steelers. I am with Bill. I'm all in. I'm fading the Falcons the rest of the way. So I'm on the Bears plus the three at Atlanta and I'm on the Patriots minus the three and a half against the Jets. So that's our cards for this week and week 11. Bill, thank you for joining me as always. And I'll tell you what, if we have anything as good as last week's games, I don't know if I can take too much more. That was crazy. I hope it's that good again. But as always, everyone, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun. And let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.